0: Have you registered for Accelerate 2018? This year, the Virginia Realtors Annual Convention is being held September 25th through the 27th at the brand-new Destination Hotel, The Main, in Norfolk, Virginia. Accelerate 2018 will feature CNBC analyst and Market Score board reporter Ron Insana, as well as famed negotiation expert Chris Boss, and panel discussions on topics relevant to your business success. Registration opens May 1st. Visit www.virginiarealtors.org backslash events to register for Virginia Realtors' biggest event of the year. Don't miss this chance to accelerate your business. Please listen carefully. Hello, and welcome
1: to Caveat Realtor with Virginia Realtors, where we discuss the real issues that realtors face. I'm John Haley.
2: And I'm Laura Farley. Remember, Caveat Realtor is meant to provide general legal information, nothing we discuss should be considered as legal representation or legal advice. Hey, John.
1: Hey, Laura. How are you?
2: I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. So when I was writing this podcast, all I could hear in my head was, show me the money. Topical. Yeah. Topical. It's yeah. a
1: pretty recent movie that's just come out. All
2: right. Well, <laughs> uh, you know. I'll admit I haven't been to any recent movies, and I'm a little out of touch.
1: It's an all-time classic. It is. Obviously, Jerry Maguire. Yep. Not a big deal. But yeah, this, as you may have guessed from that intro, we're going to be talking about uh, money today, specifically EMD checks, and anyone who's interested in club music and as prone to typos, this is not about EDM. This is about EMD.
2: Yes. Good clarification. So recently, we've been getting a lot of questions on the legal hotline. And when we're teaching about EMDs and confirming if the money has been received and deposited.
1: That's right. And with an increase in cyber crimes and a general awareness of the potential to be hacked, more and more members are concerned about sending copies of an earnest money deposit check to the other side of the transaction.
2: Absolutely. And when you think about it, a check can contain a lot of confidential information about a person.
1: And really, a copy of a check doesn't actually prove anything. Nope. Just because I write a check for a million dollars, which I often do, doesn't mean that I can actually deliver a million dollars or that it will actually clear my account. So
2: I shouldn't cash that check you just handed me for a million dollars?
1: Uh, yeah, maybe hold off on that for a few um, centuries.
2: Oh, okay. I, I will. All right. I'm feeling a little disappointed and cheated right now, though. Sorry. So as agents, what are your obligations? What can you do to confirm that the other party has met their contractual obligations with respect to the escrow? What should you do? What do you have to do? Well, let's start by taking it from each side of the transaction.
1: All right, so from the buyer's side, you don't have any legal or ethical obligation to provide a copy of the EMD check to the listing agent. You make sure to read the contract to see if you've negotiated a provision that requires you to provide proof of the deposit being made, but this isn't something that's a standard provision in a contract generally. Virginia Realtors contract, for example, is silent on this issue.
2: Right, and even though you don't have a legal or ethical obligation to provide a copy of the check with the contract, or upon receipt if it comes later, you do have an obligation to treat all parties honestly and not conceal material facts about the transaction. So if the listing agent calls to confirm that the EMD has been received, deposited, and or cleared, you can't lie about it.
1: Right. So here at Virginia Realtors, we have a couple of resources that you can use as a way to provide written confirmation to the listing agent. First of all, if you use the Virginia Realtors' residential sales contract.
2: Which you should. It's a pretty darn good contract.
1: It's a pretty good contract. We're biased, obviously, but we think it's pretty good. That's Form 600. There's a box on the last page of the contract for the buyer's agent to indicate receipt of the EMD.
2: Or whoever the escrow agent is. Right. And we've also heard some concerns from agents that they've heard that there are problems with filling in this field later. So, just to clear up from a contractual standpoint, because this field is located after the signature of the buyer and seller, it is not a term of the contract. It's basically just an informational field that's going to be relevant to both parties.
1: But, if you're still not comfortable using that field, if you're looking for something else... Or if you have a third party like the settlement company that's holding the EMD, we've created a new form that will be released on July 1st, 2018. It's a one-page, standalone form that's an EMD confirmation. Basically, what it says is that the escrow agent has received the EMD from the buyer on a certain date, and it's signed by the escrow agent.
2: Right. And keep in mind, it's, it's an optional form. And there's something that we are providing as a tool for agents and brokers out there who are not comfortable sending a copy of the EMD. It's a document that's signed by the escrow agent, provides a little bit more information than the field on the last page of the contract. And this new form just confirms that the escrow agent received the EMD, not that it was deposited or that it cleared.
1: Right. That's important to make the distinction. We're not talking about depositing or a clearing of funds from the account. It's just talking about receipt of those funds.
2: Right. And, you know, there people may want to know that it was deposited and that it cleared. All escrow agents, if they're a real estate licensee, a, an attorney, or a settlement agent, they're going to have requirements, that, regulations that require them to deposit it. So you're going to know that it generally is going to be deposited.
1: Right. All right, now we talked about the buyer's side. Let's switch over to the listing side for a second. When you're trying to protect and promote the interest of your client, as required by Article 1 of the Code of Ethics, one of the things you're going to do is confirm that the EMD is being held in escrow.
2: Yes, you are. You're going to want to make sure that the money that the buyer has promised to deposit under the contract has actually been deposited. However, as we said earlier, unless there's something in the contract that requires proof of the EMD to be provided, the escrow agent does not have an obligation to provide you with a copy of the check.
1: Right. Not only that, you don't necessarily want to have a copy of that check in your records, right? I mean, a copy of the check, as we talked about earlier, doesn't do much beyond tell you that they've written the check. If you need to use it for handwriting analysis, maybe that's important, but otherwise it doesn't really tell you much that you need. It doesn't tell you if it's been deposited, cleared, anything like that.
2: Right, just like John gave me a $100,000 check that's apparently worthless. Oh,
1: we'll, we'll see about that. Uh, and if the buyer agent doesn't redact any sensitive information, like account number, routing number, some people still have their social security numbers on the checks. Uh, and the buyer agent doesn't redact that, now you have to worry about data breaches and potential liability that you wouldn't have to worry about otherwise.
2: Absolutely. Another element of this that we've heard about is from some people are reporting that their brokers require a copy of the EMD to consider the file complete, and they won't pay commission to their agents until there is a copy of the EMD check in the file.
1: In fact, I heard about a broker who wouldn't pay his agent commission on a transaction that had already closed Yikes. until a copy of the EMD check was in the file, So the agent was then going back after settlement trying to get a copy of the check so they could get paid.
2: And that's something that's almost impossible to do. Everybody else has moved on, they don't, they're done, they don't want to get dragged back into this. Right. Brokers, while it's important to have good records, think about whether you actually need copies of the checks in each file. If you're not the escrow agent, then you probably don't. You want to make sure that you have a legitimate need for the copies, but don't keep a policy in place just because that's how we've always done it.
1: Right. And if you're the buyer broker and you're acting as the escrow agent, we'll probably have other records of that check. It'll be in your accounting records as a deposit into the escrow account. It could be in your bank records as as a deposited check. Uh, And some banks are now providing copies of deposited checks through the online banking website. So if you have all of those, do you really need a copy of the check in the file for any particular transaction?
2: As the listing broker, think about why you need to have a copy of the EMD check for a particular transaction. The purpose of requesting a copy is to confirm that the deposit was made by the escrow agent so do you actually need a copy of the check itself if you're able to get that written verification is the check necessary
1: right now you may have a reason for wanting a copy of the check regardless of which side of the transaction you're on but we encourage you to look uh, at why you're having that copy and determine whether there's a better way a better method of fulfilling that purpose one that would not contain sensitive data and additionally subject you and your firm to potential liability.
2: The reason we keep talking about sensitive data is that all checks contain a bank routing number, a bank account number, and an individual's name. Some people also have their addresses pre-printed on the check, and others even have their social security number, although hopefully this is something that's getting to be less and less popular. But even with just a name, a routing number, and an account number, a scammer can print fake checks and start spending all of the buyer's money.
1: And just think for a second about what would happen if that scammer started doing this before settlement. By cashing checks and buying a lot of big-ticket items with fake checks, the scammer could drain the buyer's account, probably create some pretty significant red flags, and possibly cause the buyer's financing to fall through.
2: And that's one thing that every agent and lender tells a buyer. No big purchases until after settlement. John, don't go buy a Ferrari while you're waiting to settle on your house. All right. But scammers look to spend as much money as possible before they get caught. So while a copy of the EMD check may sound like you're protecting and promoting your seller's interests, keep in mind that if either agent's email account gets hacked, the buyer's information is at risk.
1: So another question that we got pretty recently that's somewhat related is what to do when the lender asks for a copy of the EMD check. In that case, you have the buyer provide that information directly to the lender. The buyer has a relationship with the lender. You don't, and there's no need for you to insert yourself in that request.
2: That's right. As we've said several times, each email address that has a copy of an EMD check that hasn't been redacted is a point of risk. If you, as the buyer's agent, haven't emailed a copy of the EMD check yet, there's no need to do so now. Let the buyer do it. Absolutely. So, John, let's go ahead and take it to the legal hotline. Let's go there. First question. I'm the buyer agent. The agent on the other side of the transaction is insisting on a copy of the EMD check. What should I do?
1: Well, first things first, you should talk to your broker. If your office has adopted a policy of not sending copies of checks by email, and the listing agent isn't accepting any other form of verification, you should have your broker reach out to the other broker to see if there's maybe some kind of agreement that can be worked out between the two firms.
2: Always good advice. All
1: right, Laura, can a seller require the buyer to provide a copy of the EMD check?
2: Well, if it's part of the contract, yes, but otherwise, no. The seller can look to ensure that the buyer has not defaulted on the contract by failing to provide the EMD that was promised, but that doesn't necessarily entitle the seller to a copy of the check. Okay. All right, John, if I have copies of EMD checks for past transactions, what should I do with them?
1: Well, if anything that has sensitive data on it should be destroyed in the method that minimizes the risk to your client. So that means if you have hard copies, they should be shredded. If you have electronic copies, you should ensure that they are deleted in a permanent way. And that can often mean more than just clicking delete on emails or files. So if you have an an IT department or someone else that you contract with for IT services, uh, reach out to them and ask them the best way to make sure that you have permanently deleted any kind of electronic records. Right, because as we've
2: all heard, once something is electronic, it exists forever. It's there forever.
1: Okay, Laura. As the listing agent, what are my obligations to confirm that the EMD was received? How about deposited? Or how about cleared?
2: As the listing agent, you have a duty to protect and promote the interests of your client and to disclose to them all material facts relating to the transaction that you're actually aware of. So while there's no explicit obligation to follow up with whether the buyer has sent the EMD to the escrow agent and then that check has cleared, but following up with the escrow agent is likely to be something that falls within your general duties as a listing agent. Follow up with the escrow agent by the deadline for the EMD check to be received to confirm that it was sent. All right, John. What should I do if the escrow agent won't confirm the status of the EMD?
1: Well, keep in mind that the escrow agent is not a party to the contract, and they don't necessarily have an obligation to confirm the status of the EMD. But That being said, put your request in writing to document that the request was made, and let your seller know that you have not been able to confirm the status of the EMD.
2: All right, John, let's talk about some ways that we can limit our risk. So first of all, as a broker, Review your internal policies and determine whether you need a copy of that EMD check in your file. If you're the buyer broker, could a hard copy of the check placed in a hard copy file serve the same purpose? Do you even need a copy of the check? Or would some other type of documentation accomplish the same goal, like a receipt?
1: Right. And if you're the listing broker, evaluate the benefit of requesting a copy of the check, as opposed to some other form of confirmation, versus the potential risks of data breach. Don't forget that while you may have a policy of removing or covering sensitive data before sending a copy of the check, you don't know that the agent on the other side of the transaction will do the same thing.
2: Exactly. And if a lender or a settlement agent needs a copy of the check or confirmation from the buyer, consider having the buyer provide that rather than you.
1: Thank you for joining us. Caveat Realtor is a weekly podcast with episodes released every Tuesday. Our podcast is available for streaming through iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Subscribe to our podcast to get automatic updates when we have new episodes, and please rate us. Remember, members of Virginia Realtors have access to our legal hotline, where we can provide you with legal information. You can access the legal hotline on the Virginia Realtors website under the Legal tab on the For Members section. Make sure
0: you're logged in to see this page. Thanks.